Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. We are having a, a mild show today because we are down, down, down. One co-host. Sayonara, Senor Blue Shark. We hope to see you soon. We hope that you are having a great time with whomever it is that you may be. And hopefully you are getting seen for boobs, because boobs are great. And may you sail the seas of edge. Yeah, sail the seas of boobs. Um. Anyways, we got uh, we got Zyber and D joining me tonight or today. Actually, we're day drinking. <laughs> so, how you guys doing? Doing all right. Uh, eh, still a little under the weather, but I'm all right. It's mostly draining, but yeah. Well, you say you're under the or you sound like you were under the weather. D says he was under the weather, but he sounds fan freaking tastic. I'm feeling better this morning than I have been. So, good on you. Good on you. So the most important thing that we, of course, have to go through every single time, what is everybody drinking? So, D, let's start off with you, man. What are you drinking this morning? I'm just having me some coffee. I'm waking up. It's morning time. Oh, got to get you into day drinking. I know, I do. What about you, Zyber? What you drinking? This time, I am not partaking in the day drinking. <laughs> um, I, I am being lame like D. All I have is my uh, Newman's... Dark as fuck, uh, yeah, coffee. Okay, all right. Well, I myself am drinking a, um, let's see what I'm drinking here. It is a Craft Explorer Coffee Imperial Stout. So I guess it kind of goes with uh, with the morning idea. It's a coffee stout. It's a 10% by volume, and it comes in this gargantuan friggin' bottle. Uh, it's got a nice-looking head on it. It's, um, Giggity. well, of course, it's by Craft Explorers. But let's see what else we got on here. Any, any other pertinent information? Uh, oh, it's bottled here in Vint Hill, VA. Well, that's kind of nice. That's uh, that's working. Let's see what this thing tastes like. It's got a nice, uh, nice deep chocolatey looking uh, color. Mm, it's got a very coffee, coffee flavor or coffee smell too. Oh wow! Yeah, that is that is very distinctly coffee. That's nice. <laughs> very, very distinct coffee, though. I mean, like, if I wasn't, uh, God, if this wasn't a day drinking, this this would this would be a weird one to have in the middle of the morning, or in the middle of the night. That, that's how much coffee this tastes like. You, you may have to send some over to both of us. <laughs> um, I do have to say, though, if we did record the night that we were originally going to record, I would be partaking in Pipeworks Cascade Imperial Ale. Oh, well, tell us a little bit about that since uh, since we're not drinking it. Um, I I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about it. I didn't even bother looking it up to give you information other than, hey, that's what I would have been drinking. You bastard. You get me all excited like you're going to tell me about a great beer and then you just leave me hanging. It, it looks great. I mean, on the label, it, it's a glorious pint in six ounces of uh, 10.0 by volume. Um, it doesn't give me its, uh, bitter rating, but, hey, I, I also got this because I'm growing Cascade Hops. Oh, nice. Is that, uh, is that by any chance going to be the fabled GNA brew? Um, possibly. It can be a combination of, uh, the Cascade and the Mount Hood. Wait a minute. You said Mount Hood? Yes. Okay. I thought I, I, 
I was looking at piercings earlier, and just just the word hood jumped in, and I went <laughs> hood what? piercing. All right, yeah, yeah that's why I I like my brain just that. totally went there, and and that was just me dragging it there, but that was just me totally bringing it there. So, nah, it's totally cool. I know a few women with a hood piercing. Oh, nothing wrong with them. I mean, hey, right? each their own. As long as I don't get my teeth caught on anything, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm growing some uh, Mount Hood hops and Cascade hops, and that could be the, um, you know, GNA brew. Well, very nice. Well, next segment, as we've been trying to kick into and trying to keep some consistency here, is State of Games. So, what are your State of Games? Zyberblood, kick off to you, man. What is the State of Games for you today? All right, my State of Games, um,. It's been, well, uh, all over the place. I've been playing uh, the the South Park Stick of Truth. Um, been dabbling in uh, the fucking um, Dark Souls. Um, I got a little further. How is Dark Souls going for you? I I, I gotta say you're you're doing that you're doing that specifically for the the challenge that I think stains be kicked out there. Yes. And it's fucking rough. It is really fucking rough. Um, because I never got really far in the game when it first came out. I got stuck at that first uh, um, monster thing. Yeah, lame, I know. But that that's just the way it's been. Um, other than uh, that, and it pissing me right the fuck off, um, I kicked into some uh, Bayonetta recently um on the pc as well as the um ill received chrono trigger oh man yes that one really i mean i i i can understand you digging it or are you you not minding it but man after after playing so many good versions of it right. jumping onto the pc i was i was really holding out hope that the PC version was going to be just stellar, you know, something, something good. Yep. Same here. I was hoping, I was hoping for a high def rendition of it, but it's like they upscaled the background art, but not the character art. Yeah. And you get some major tearing in all those sprites. I mean, and some of the sprites, like they, it's like they put a blur filter on it. Okay. So yeah. Do you remember when they did, what was it? It was a, I think it was an HD remaster. I want to say it was of 10. Yes. Okay. You remember what, how, how instead of actually increasing the, um, increasing the actual resolution, all they did right, was right. they threw a blur filter over everything. Maybe it was eight that I'm thinking of, but they it was one of the Final Fantasies. When they when they smoothed it instead of raised the pixel count. Yeah, they, they just literally put... They increased the resolution and then threw a blur filter over it so that you couldn't see that it was horribly pixelated and, and jagged right. and, and disgusting. It's like they did that, only they didn't throw the blur filter over this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, man. I was really, really friggin' hoping for... Like just a, a solid, solid port of it. You know, I, I'm not yeah. even a person that I've got to like have a whole bunch of extra stuff with it. I just wanted to see a solid port of it because even the DS port has has stuff to be like it, it has room for improvement. Like it was a good mashup right. of the SNES and the PlayStation version, but it, it really left 
you know, there was there was definitely some spots for improvement. The, you know, the sprites and stuff were one of them. But sorry, I totally jumped in there. Go on, man. Yeah. Um. Also, on it, it doesn't support full controller. You, if you use controller, you could use like most of your stuff, but you still have to go to your mouse to select like menu and shit like that. Oh. Uh, can you remap the controls? Um, I haven't figured it out yet. Um, it asked you in the beginning of the game, but I thought everything was just generic, so I just clicked through. But, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I, I've been trying to play that in comparison to the NES, and, I don't know, I, I, I find myself enjoying, uh, the the nest even though it looks horrible on the tv that i have and i don't want to put it on the 4k monitor because that'd probably really destroy the quality of it on the smaller screen yeah i could see that and it's just it's such a great game i actually since you started talking about it and you said you were talking about playing it i actually fired it up on the uh on the ds again because i wanted to uh i wanted to go back and experience it again oh nice but yeah, that's basically been my state of games. I mean, I've been going back and forth between uh, some uh, relevancy and in- irrelevant and enjoying it. Cool. Very cool. What about you, D? What's your state of games, man? Well, I've actually cracked into the PS4 remake of Secret of Mana. Oh, nice. So How is it? Please tell me it's good. Please tell me it's good. It's not bad. Oh. Not bad, it's not good. But the backgrounds, they updated the backgrounds look very nice. So the backgrounds in the game look great. Um, They still kept the fighting, uh, so the battle system and all that is still the same, so that's great. Uh, So far, the music they updated, so sometimes you're like, okay, it sounds the same, and every once in a while you're like, huh? Oh, they threw a few extra things in there. The the only thing I'm kind of disappointed is, is, and it might just be personal, it might just be personal, you might not agree, but I just think that, I just didn't like how they did the sprites for the characters themselves. I kind of agree. It looks like you had the nice, the nice, beautiful backgrounds, and then you threw in, um, like, the sprites when they did Final Fantasy three on the DS. Okay. Kind of. Uh, I mean, they're a little bit better, but it's like I'm kind of like, eh. I thought they could have done better with the character and the monster design. I mean, some of the monsters you don't notice, like the like the beginning little ones. It's like, oh, they look fine. Some of the bosses are a little, I don't know, look a little chunky, you know. Yeah, I didn't like the sprite design on them. They were. Like you said, a, quite a bit chunky, blocky. Um, I I think they could have taken an extra year, really polished the characters, and made something really phenomenal. So far, I mean, huh. it's, it's it's so far it's it's pretty close. I mean, other than updated graphics and updated music, it's it's pretty close. Now, did they add any like extra dungeons or anything like that? Because I know in, in the DS version of Chrono Trigger, they they changed a lot. You know, they are in the PS version of the Chrono Trigger. They added in, um, what was it? They added in FMV videos, and then with the DS version, they added in some extra dungeons. I mean, I haven't made it that all that far in the game, so I really can't say there's extra stuff. Um, I'm just playing through, uh, playing through, and I haven't gotten all that far. But um, they did add some voiceover in it, which okay. is not bad. Some of it's pretty humorous. Like, you can go to nice. the end and, and you see the end guy to, um, you know, go stay at the end overnight, and you'd be like, there'll be 5GP. And the characters do a little <laughs> bit more of a fancy dance, too. So, I mean, it, it's it's there are some quirky things that are updated so far, I've noticed, but I've been trying to surprise myself, so I've been not trying to read too much what I see about it you know, further in the game. 
So, I mean, I okay. heard they took out the cutscenes for like the canon travel, but I don't know because I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. Although I did take a break from it. I was playing it for a while. And my daughter started watching me and she's like, can I play the original? So we went and started playing the SNES version in the other room. That's awesome. So she's been playing. She's been playing that. So I've been playing and working on that. Uh, we're playing some uh, last night. I took the PS4 upstairs and wife and I were playing some Stardew Valley, handing the controller back and forth, trying to build up the farm there. Very nice. God damn that game. <laughs> oh, it's so addictive. Grow hops in that game. When it's uh, that time of year, grow hops. Yeah. Grow a big old fucking field of hops. There's only one downside to the game, uh, Stardew Valley, that I found. Mm-hmm. The controls for the fishing are kind of funky. Fishing is kind of a pain in the butt, I think. Not really. Yeah, because you got you to, like, tap. But you got to tap right. It's it's like you could sit there and it'll start dropping. And you're like, okay, I'm going to drop with the fish, and the fish shoots up, and then you start tapping like mad. It's like, it's not going anywhere. Oh. The fish got away. It is. I will agree. It is difficult. It, it is. It gets easier as you level up, which is, you know, with that, that ability, which is cool. But I don't know. I, I, I thought they could have done better with the fishing. It just seems a little chaotic. Like it's like. I don't find the issue with it. I don't find any issue with it whatsoever. It's supposed to be really difficult when you first start off. Yeah, that, that is a point. It is. I mean, I'd, I'd be catching fish, but it's it's kind of like, oh, oh. Where I am in the game, I can probably. Pretty much just uh, one tap and catch the fish once the the um, little timer thingy runs down. Well, my state of games uh, as of this moment is is pretty slim. I've been playing a little bit of Division. In fact, I'm playing a little bit of Division right now. Uh, but I have been playing a game that I probably had the most fun that I've had in a video game in a while. Do tell. I was playing last night. I was playing the the open beta or whatever the hell it is of Sea of Thieves. Oh. And, yeah, that game... I, I've been watching it for a while, and I try not to I try not to hype up too much on anything, only because I don't like to overhype something, you know, after... Christ, after... Uh, no Man's Sky! <laughs> no Man's Sky, you know, Destiny 2, just after so many games get super hyped and, and they just kind of fall flat. I've been trying not to overhype anything, but this game, uh, I remember when I first played the Destiny Alpha, and I remember how much fun that was and how, how entertaining that was to jump in with people and play. And that's what, um, that's what Sea of Thieves feels like. It's, it's a smaller, it's a tighter knit group. So you're not going to be doing, you know, you don't have like six-man raid things going on. But, uh, I mean, just to give a quick brief of what's going on in it, which makes it fun. So I started off... I just wanted to play. You know, there was nobody on that I knew, so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play, see what it's like. So I jumped in a little schooner, a little a little slope, I think is what they call it. Um, and it's a one man sailboat, basically. I mean, you can have multiple people on it, but it's a one man sailboat. And my first ten minutes literally consisted of me jumping in. I found my boat. I got on my boat. I sailed to some place. Didn't really really know where I was. I must have hit something because. I stopped my boat, and as soon as I stopped my boat, my boat started to sink. And literally, my boat is just going bow up in the air, sinking ass end first. I'm like, oh crap, what's happening to my boat? There goes my boat. I jump off onto this little island that's right next to me thinking, well, geez, here's this little island. Maybe this is part of the story or something. Realize, no, there's just a bunch of skeletons on this island. So I walk up to the island. I'm like, oh crap, I got to get on to dry land because things are going to kill me. 
I get up onto the island, and then a skeleton wrecks me in the face with a blunderbuss. Now, this all happened in 10 minutes. And it was the most amazing <laughs> 10 minutes I think I've had in a while. And that's not even saying the good part. The good part was really where I, where I was joined with, uh, where I joined Colbus, uh, Mudgy, and uh, Commander, Commando Slippy. And we went on a galleon, which was one of the bigger ships that you can do. Nice. And we went in and we had probably, I want to say it was a 20-minute battle with another player group. And we were trying to take down their galleon. They were trying to take down our galleon. And I remember that it was before game show night. Yeah, it was. And it, it ended up in a stalemate because both teams were doing incredibly well. And it ended up, we, we ended up both sinking, you know, both of our, our ships sank and it was, it was great. I mean, we, we did some, we did some anchor turns. We did some really great stuff. You know, there was a uh, one person at the helm asking for specific things to happen and we were all working as a team. It was just, it was a really, really fun time. It was a fun game. I could see as long as people don't start exploiting parts of it or finding ways to exploit parts of it, I think it's going to be a really, really fun game. Um, but you know people are. I know people are, but I hope that they, I hope Rare keeps on top of it and kind of patches those things out as they see them. I mean, I know you just the, the way games are today, they're not going to release a fully-fledged, everything's-perfect game, especially when multiplayer is involved, and I understand that. But I hope that they're going to, at the very, very least, you know, patch the stuff out as it comes along. But hands down, the funnest time I've had in a video game in a very long time. And I've been looking for that game to play because, unfortunately, Destiny 2 was was really a flop. I was really hoping Destiny 2 was going to hit like Destiny 1. And, you know, it just, it flopped. It flopped hard. Uh, so I've been looking. And I, I think if I could find the right group of people, the right crew to run with... This might be that game. Arr. Yeah, I have it reserved on, uh, of course, if you buy it in one spot, you get it for both uh, Xbox mm -hmm. One and PC, which is awesome. And I know yeah. we're, it, it, once that comes out, we're all yeah. going to be scarce like Blue Shark, uh, looking for booty. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're... I ended up having to get it last night. Uh, even though we have it on share, I wouldn't be able to play it on PC. No, no, it would just be Xbox that you'd be able to play. That is correct. So I ended up getting it last night. But yeah, super, super fun game. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of technical, technicalness to go along with it, which really, really makes it fun, because you know you've got to you got to drop sails, you got to move sails. I mean, one person can really run the schooner or the little slope, but really, you want at least two people doing it because it's it's difficult. I mean. Yeah, you, you can do it, but it, having another person there just makes it so much easier. And that's the cool part, is that you can go in twos, or you can go... Three of you can try to run a galleon, uh, or, you know, four of you, if you can get four. But it's it's a good, fun game. It's, it's definitely a good time for all. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. All right, well, D, I think you had something that you wanted to talk about here. I, I see it right here on the top. You want to you wanna introduce into that? All right, the... Um... PlayStation Plus is going to be receiving a new service update. And as of March 8th, 2019, so not this year, but next year, so it gives us a little bit of time, the monthly games lineup will no longer carry PS3 or Vita games. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're not going to let you, after that, they're not going to let you download them anymore either. So you better have them all uh, saved on your system. They're getting rid of the rest of that just PS4 for uh, the PS Plus. If you already own them, have them downloaded, you're fine. Uh, but 
after that, you can't right. uh, buy any more PS3 Vita games for your system. So that would be the reason why I just ordered uh, one of these contraptions that uh, I see people trying to come up with. Um, the Vita memory card thing to put in a micro SD. I'm trying out a few of those to see if they actually work. Let me know, because I would love to load up all my library. I I, I have four of them. I have four different adapters, and right. I, I only reason I have four is because I ordered, I ordered two chips, and both of them came with two adapters. Now, what's the maximum you could pop in there? Uh, for a Vita, it's whatever the maximum of Vita can handle. I'm not 100% sure. I, th- I want to say it's 16 gigs. It might be 32. No, they have a 64 gig. Then maybe it's sixty four. Um, I'm just wondering, like, if you pop in a one twenty four or whatever. It's it's whatever the Vita will support. All right. Like I've only gone up to sixteen gigs on mine, so I know it supports sixteen gigs. I'll be looking for a new um, uh, memory card then to store some more games. Yeah, you know, it, if if you're not able to download them after that, but that's a point I'm not sure on, and I don't know if they've ironed it out yet either. Yeah, that, that that would be, I don't know, I think that would be a kick in the crotch. Because if I've, if I've bought a game, though, like, if I physically purchased the PS3 game for digital download, yeah, I, I would think I'd still be able to get access to that. I mean, it might just be that right. they were saying that it's no longer going to be, like, on that list at all when you search through, but you might have it, like, if you go to your download list itself, it might still contain it. Because I know there's that, that menu option where you can go to your download list and re-download stuff. So. But only time will tell what Sony will do in the, in the future. Hopefully they just don't pull a Nintendo and say, hey, 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 uh, kick in the crotch. Yeah, because there's a lot of games that I have that I've gotten through PS Plus that you know are great that I want to pass off to my, my kid and let her use them on my account. Right. I know as long as they're downloaded, you can play them indefinitely. You're not going to lose them. As long oh, as yeah. you keep the PS yeah, Plus but if you, account. But... If you have to replace your PS3 for some reason or... You've got to reformat, you know, the hard drive goes and you've got to, you've got to re-put it on there. Granted, you could do a backup of your entire hard drive and that's, I mean, that's, there's that, but that's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. And it may be that we have to do a backup, uh, you know, back that shit up. Back it up, B. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, I mean, you got to realize that this is coming. It's not like it's, it's not like it's a surprise. Every, every major software company is eventually going to have to say, Hey, we're not supporting that. But you figure for the download portions of the game, it's it's just it's storage space and and right. I mean really store data right now or data space is pennies on the terabyte, which is why I don't understand why we don't buy these five hundred dollars systems with multiple fucking terabytes. They're still selling system with five hundred gigabytes. It's like you rat bastards. Three games take up that fucking space. Yeah, yeah, but like in that terabyte, um, six games take up that space. <laughs> True. So, but I mean, for now, you got like ten terabyte. Dri- you know, you got all these multiple terabyte drives. I don't know. What do you What do you guys feel about it? I think it's a kick in the crock. I think it's an absolute kick in the crotch because if they are actually um, cutting every last bit of service to these games, where it's going to be a mad scramble because of their uh, um fucking copyright on their their cards and people that don't know about these uh adapters there's going to be a mad cash grab on those cards so that people can back up all their stuff so what if what if it's just simply they're not going to be offering 
offering them you know more free games through uh, PS Plus. So in, in, instead of it being you can't download it anymore, they're just not offering PS3 and Vita games free with PS Plus membership anymore. Like you can still download what you have. They're just not giving you any more free games. You okay with that? That would be all right. That would make sense. Yeah, I'm fine with that because the relevancy of the Vita has been pushed aside anyways. I mean, they don't... At at the last E3, they didn't even really freaking do anything to promote, hey, this for the Vita. It was all about the VR. It was a lackluster VR. I've heard rumors there might be a new Vita coming out. Yeah, that's a shame that Vita... I mean, Vita was really a powerful, or is still, I mean, it's a pretty powerful device. Yeah. And the streaming capability that you have off of it, I I still, to this day, use mine to stream PS4 games when I'm, like, laying in bed or something like that. Yep. Um, It's friggin' incredible. I mean, they have a solid thing, and they're not boasting it. They're casting it aside. I mean, I don't... I don't know if it's because of the technology that came out for, say, the Switch, telling them, hey, well, they have this console handheld. Um, I guess that blows our thing out of the water because everybody's all Switch happy. You know, I really think it was more the DS is just such a juggernaut of a handheld device. It's really hard to contend with it. It's just it's super, super difficult to try to contend with that. I think that really is what it boils down to. It is in the handheld market. A lot of times, Nintendo wins by volume, volume of games it puts out, and you know it's got some backwards compatibility. So you got this huge library, right. and then you're trying mm-hmm. to push the uh, the Vita with a much more limited library. And I think, right. I don't think Sony really Which, took it seriously because it wasn't marketed as much. It wasn't pushed. It, even if it, actually the Vita actually has a pretty large um, library of games now, but if you go to any store, it's like, yeah, we got we got two Vita games and a Vita. You'd think if, 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 like, you know, if you're not a hardcore gamer and you keep up with the news, if you're just like, you know, you know, mom and pop or something that looking for a birthday gift, they're going to look and say, I'm not buying this thing. It has no games. So I think they really kind of dropped the ball on that. And it's like, if you didn't promote that, you had all this, you know, capabilities. Right. That and the memory yeah. card crap that is usually what kills them. Because it's like, you know, gigabyte, you know, gigabyte cards now is like a dollar. And then you end up, you know, okay, you can buy a, you know, Four gigabyte memory card, but it's locked out, so you can only buy the Sony brand. Oh, but it costs thirty bucks as opposed to the two. So I think the memory card horseshit is what really killed them too, because it's like, oh, you're forced to use our memory. Yeah. But we're gonna make it obscenely expensive when on the market everything's so low. It's like you can get this gargantuan amount of space. Yeah, but you can't hold it against companies too much. I mean, you take a look at. Uh, I mean. Granted, now they're starting to move over to SD cards and stuff, but even if you take a look at Nintendo and everybody else, they've always had their own proprietary hardware. I mean, that's how you that's how you make money. Well, with the with Nintendo from the um uh DS, the Wii, the Wii U, uh 3DS up until they put it the internal hard drive in it, um they've supported the SD card. Well, I remember the Wii supporting an SD card. The the DS did? Oh, yeah. Yep. 3DS has an huh. SD card. Well, I don't know about the original yeah. DS, but the 3DS certainly does. And, of course, a lot of the games store the same data on the game cartridges, so... Well, that, that in itself makes itself proprietary. You have to have the game cartridge to save your game on the game cartridge. Which I mean, it's a kind of a moot point. I mean, ev- again, everybody does yeah. it. It's not like it's it's not like it's a surprise when they do it. 
but it's how they sell how they sell hardware. I mean, it's how they how they sell how they make money. It, it is. But now that the not the shift is really shifting over towards software sales and microtransactions, they might not need to do that anymore. Yeah. But I mean, when most of your library is digital and you haven't like made physical copies, that means you need more space to make use of it. I think they just shot themselves in the foot because if you're going to compete with somebody like Nintendo, you that has that such a large market share, you can't sit there and get kind of really stingy with right. the memory. I mean, it's one thing if you had the cartridges could at least have the same save date on it, but when most of your library is digital... And you're trying to promote, we have all this huge library, but most of it's digital. You can't have charging uh, storage for a premium either. But also, you have Nintendo who is amazing at regurgitating everything in their whole catalog. Oh, yeah. The, Nintendo does make some shovelware. Yeah. And the thing that pisses me off with that, though, is when you buy it once on their digital market, it's only for that system that the digital market was on. Yeah. That pisses me off. It's digital. It should just hop over to every system. Well, that's why I like what Sony and, and Xbox have been doing. They've just basically been making one market, and they've been trying to make it all backwards compatible. So when you buy the digital right. version of it, it's it's it may be emulated, but it's still, you know, it's still a digital version for whatever console you have it on. Um, and it's really cool because... There were games that I bought on PS3 that I can play on PS4 now, which are cool. I think with the proprietariness of Nintendo, if it wasn't for the fact they've had such a large market share and they uh, then they go on nostalgia so much, I think in this day and age, if they were entering the market, they would be blown out. Oh, yeah. I just think it's because they've had such a strong share of the market. That's why they can afford to be so proprietary. But everybody's proprietary. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just Nintendo. To some degree. Yeah, but as they say, choose your battles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what happened to Sega. I mean, they went, they went the almost absolute, the, the most proprietary you could possibly get, and look what happened to them. I mean, they 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 sank. Oh yeah, they uh, they thought too much into the future on a lot of things and shot themselves in the foot because technology wasn't catching up to their vision. Well, the, the, the world wasn't catching up to their vision. It's kind of like the same thing that, uh, I mean, a lot of them are doing it now. Just uh, It makes me think of when PS3 came out. You remember that whole fiasco? You remember they coming out and they're saying, this is not a gaming device, it's a multimedia entertainment system. Yeah. And everybody was all up in arms of like, well, we just want to play video games. And Xbox came in and said, well, hey, we play games. And Xbox wrecked PS3. And then the funniest thing is, is that it comes out, the next the next iteration, Sony goes, "Hey guys, PS4 plays games," and Xbox is the exact same thing. It's like, guys, you just watched Sony not just shoot themselves in the foot, but they took a fully automatic weapon and just started shooting at their ankle as fast as they could. They were changing clips. Why didn't you guys figure this out? But you know, it, they were way ahead of their time on it. Sony knew. Sony saw the direction of everything going, and they were trying to get a jump on it. It's just the world just really wasn't ready for it. Timing is everything. Yeah. Well, that brings us actually into the, the next kind of subject that we're talking about, how we we're talking about Nintendo and everything is, um, retro gaming. I mean, retro games. I've seen a lot of retro style games coming back. One game that comes right to the forefront of my mind, which is a retro style is, uh, so it's, it's a game who we had one of the, the sound developer for, or the music developer for here on the show. 
uh, Claire. Um, that game is a super retro style game, and it, it's fun, and it's 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 what I've actually one of the things that I've I was really hoping for coming out of like indie developers were taking the retro style of gaming, but adding on features to it, adding on things that people just didn't think of before. And focusing more on gameplay rather than flashy graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Like it reminds me of, um, you remember the old final fantasy games? Yeah. Like two, four, six, all them. Like they were, they were focused more on the story and the gameplay. And that's what made them, in my opinion, just fantastic freaking games, almost timeless. I mean, final fantasy six is, is, is downright timeless. But even if the graphics weren't the best, they were still pretty. I mean, they were still nice looking. I mean, you can't go, you can't expect to create you know, something like Claire and use Atari graphics either, but they did a nice job of balancing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and the graphics in Claire aren't bad per se. They're retro style, they're pixel art style, but they're not bad. It's just like, it's like Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger, since we were talking about that earlier, Chrono Trigger is one of those games that even. Even in its, what was it, released in 94, 95? I think 95. Yeah, even in its state of being released in 95, you could pick that game up, and the gameplay mechanics of it, just just everything of it, the game ages very well. It's like a fine wine. Just ages incredibly well. Um, it's a game that I think you could introduce to most people nowadays, and unless they were just really, like, graphics shoved tight up their ass... They would look at it and say, wow, this is a fantastic freaking game. This is awesome. Final Fantasy IX, another one. Well, Final Fantasy IX was on that bridge of... See, I, I don't think Final Fantasy IX ages nearly as well. Like, anything before ten, really, I don't think ages nearly as well as things six and, and under. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VII, the perfect example. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is, is an incredible example. The, yeah, that that's rough. That's a rough play nowadays. Oh, man, is that a rough playthrough now. I mean, I am so stoked for when they bring back the... Uh, or when they do the remake of it, because I've wanted to go back and play that game. The thing that pisses me off about the bringing back of the replay is that they're doing it in, what, seasons? Episodes or some yeah. shit like that? Yeah, they're, try, they're trying to make it as much, as much off it as they can. And... Uh, you you know what though, I mean think of it from a business standpoint, just from just from a strict business standpoint. If they release a game, okay, if they re-release Final Fantasy VII, and it sucks, it could it could in theory cripple the company. Because just think if you take a memory like let let's say they took, let's say they took Final Fantasy VI and they did a complete remake of it like they did for Final Fantasy III. And we won't even discuss the abomination that they did with Final Fantasy IV on the on the DS and the 3DS. Okay, not to say. Look, I love you guys. Know me. You know I love Final Fantasy IV. It is the dearest and nearest in my heart. And yes, I played it, and and I made it all the way through on that DS version. But that was a dumpster fire of a game. I'm sorry to say. I, I, I love you guys. I love you, I love Square. I really do. But. Oh God! They 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 should have done something different. Sometimes they put the griddle on our dicks. <laughs> exactly. So if they like Final Fantasy four, not such a big deal. If you mess that game up, <laughs> I know I have it too, man. I have it. I was looking at it last night and I, I almost played it. But uh, you, you know, if you mess up Final Fantasy four or Final Fantasy three or even Final Fantasy five, you pretty much mess up one of those really early ones. 
you really aren't going to have too much of an issue. It's like, ah, oh, you know what? Those were crappy graphics anyways. Oh, they tried. Meh. You know, it's got updated graphics, and you basically just throw the word meh at it. But Final Fantasy VII, even Final Fantasy VI, if you mess up those games, you've got such a cult following that will crucify the hell out of it. I mean, how long have they been talking about making Final Fantasy VII as a remake? Probably a good part of a decade. I think people have been clamoring for a remake since the PS3 came out. I mean, people have been clamoring for it forever. Um, haven't they been clamoring since uh, the uh, PSP fucking second part of the game? Oh, Crisis Core? Uh, Crisis Core. Yeah, I think they have been clamoring. I know, I know when they did um, Dirge of Cerberus, they yes. were hoping for a remake. When they released Advent yep. Children, they were hoping for a remake. I know yep. they were all, all doing that. But I know when the PS3 came out with that tech demo... And they were really trying to show... I think it was a PS3, right? I believe so. And they were really trying to show what it could do, and they had that tech demo of where Cloud gets off the train, and I think every Final Fantasy fanboy creamed in their pants simultaneously yeah. on that very second. Yeah. I mean, I was yep. sitting there... I, I wasn't even watching it. I was just sitting there in my house, and I'm like, holy crap, I need a napkin. Why the hell did this happen? I'm not even sleeping. I think it just simultaneously <laughs> it just affected everyone in one fell swoop. That was the shortage of tissues. Yes, all of a sudden Kleenex stock rose by like four points that day. But retro games really have, I mean, they've come, we say retro games, but really they're they are just a retro style. They've come so friggin' far, and they've just, their people are doing so much with them. And, I mean, I'm, I personally am really happy of what I'm seeing people do, you know, with them. But there's a great question, I think, D, that you, you had, and actually you wrote up here. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the systems that you would like to see have a remake or a clone system of? Because yeah, because we're seeing we, we just had that $190 uh, really nice uh, clone system of the SNES is, is just uh, came out, and that uses rather than emulation, it uses actually um, the circuit board, so it tries to mimic the actual original hardware, uh, which is really neat. And then you have stuff like the SNES Classic, the NES Classic. I'm thinking of like throughout the whole gamut like what would you like to see one of those remade of um shit i wouldn't mind uh seeing uh, the original xbox come back with hd support yeah you know what that's uh i wasn't even thinking of that i was i wasn't i wasn't thinking that that early or that uh that recent ago but that's man that's a good point there were a lot of really great xbox games that came out yeah um, other than that, if we're going further back, um, I wouldn't mind seeing the uh, Neo um, Home Arcade uh, system come back. Oh, man. Um, with a more affordable and manageable cart. Because I really don't want to you know, load something the size of a freaking college textbook. <laughs> yeah, was, what was that? Wasn't that like Neo Geo or something? Yep. But they also did do, years back, it's really expensive now if you find one, but yeah. years ago they did a re-release of the Neo Geo, they called it Neo Geo, I think, X Gold, and it did have some preloaded games on it, but but if you had like 30 of the original Neo Geo like preloaded, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I could see that. That would be pretty damn boss, actually. God, that, and that was a game that just, that was a gaming system that really just, it, it would just it never made it because of its how expensive it was. Yeah. Right. Um like the Atari Jaguar. You guys remember that one? I have one. Yep. 
the the original Alien vs. Predator game came out for the Atari Jaguar. Yeah. And uh mm-hmm. I mean it was it's pretty rough, but uh but still, I mean it was it was a first AVP game that that came out that's kind of started uh kind of started that whole thought on that franchise there, really. I don't know. I I, I would um I mean there's a bunch of games that I would or a bunch of gaming systems that I would like to see come back out or or make a make an appearance again. I just don't know. I don't know how it would how that would work out. Like how I would like they'd have to come out with something else. Like it, it couldn't just be like a remake of the system. It would have to be like like okay, let's let's say Super Nintendo. It would have to be Super Nintendo but eliminated all loading times so that everything was just I mean even the loading times weren't that oh, bad God. on the Super Nintendo but just eliminate all loading times. Okay, so there would be one. I would like to see the PlayStation come back, but with advanced, <laughs> like like advanced hardware, so that you don't have to deal with all that loading time BS. That would be amazing. Explicitly for a single game that I loved in that era, and I couldn't. I uh, literally I played through because I wanted to beat that damn game, but the loading times in it were. I, I literally watched hair grow on my arm. Because that's how long these loading times were. Tecmo's Deception. Oh yeah, yes, I was. That's what I was. Yep. The original Tecmo's Deception. Oh my god, man, that game was stupid, stupid fun. It had such for the time. Now, granted, nowadays they've got you know a better, better aspect of it or, or better thought processes on it. But at the time, running around a mansion, putting, putting, adding on to that mansion, you could put different rooms on there, and it made the mansion for you. Um, setting traps to trap people as they came in, doing different like trap combos so that you could push somebody into something else. If I could get that game, but without any of the bullshit loading times that they had in it, man, that that would make my day. That would that would make yes. my week. That would be freaking amazing. Because there's nothing worse than like waiting to load into one of those rooms. And you accidentally hit the wrong direction and have to load back into the next room. Oh, yeah. Or you turn around quick and you're like, I got to hit this switch on the wall. And you end up hitting the door and you're like, oh, crap. Yep. And you're going into the next room and you're like, all right. And you turn back around, you go into the next room. Like, there are so many games that came out for the PlayStation era that I think still would hold a fairly good test of time. But I don't know that I could get anybody to play them just simply because of those damn load times. Well, also, like, Tecmo's Deception, there have been games more recently that I feel took that game as a mirror to reflect what they made. Oh, give me one. I gotta hear one of these, because I love Tecmo's Deception. It was, uh, it was in one of our Steam packs, or, uh, Humble packs, rather. Alright. Um, crap, uh, the one with the kittens. Um, I can't get it right now. I'm I'm drawing a complete utter blank. He'll have to Google that and bring that up. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll kick back onto that later. But yeah, PlayStation. I would go with that. But somehow advancing the hardware so that you you didn't have those load times. Uh, I would have to go with uh, for me, hmm. Turbo Graphics slash PC Engine. I think a, a nice. really good. Solid remake of that would be nice, like an official remake with a bunch of the rare, hard-to-find, expensive built-in games. Oh my god, yes. And the other one that actually Nintendo's actually talking about releasing is an actual like Game Boy 
remake, but have it be fully backlit, full color screen LCD display, and have it be able to play, like, say, Game Boy Color, original Game Boy, like a few renditions of that. That would be cool. You know, I could see that. I, I know, D, you've been doing a lot of the mods with backlighting Game Boys and stuff like that, and that was always one of the pain-in-the-ass things. I mean, kids nowadays do not understand the struggle of having to drive for hours at night, and you're literally playing in between streetlights because you can't see the damn screen, and you're like, oh, there's a streetlight, I can get some stuff done, pause. No, they don't. Or trying to hold a mag light between your teeth. Or buying one of those little shitty worm lights over, and it's just kind of like, you know, glare on one side and I can see it on the other. Yep. The struggle is real. I don't know. No, no kid will ever know the struggle that, that we had to deal with because of that. But yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All right. Um, moving on to this next one. Well, now this one, this one will hit mildly close to me right now since I'm the only one actually drinking on this show. <laughs> yeah, rat bastards. Um, oh, we let you down. <laughs> Well, D, why don't you read this one off while I chug down some more beer? All right, so the White House recently announced a tariff on steel and aluminum, so foreign steel and aluminum, uh, that's very likely to affect the price of beer cans. So what's everybody's thoughts on this? Um, buy bottles. Buy, uh, buy fucking liquor. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? Is that IPAs taste better out of the can. They just do. And some beers, like, say, stuff like a uh, Hefeweizen, do a second uh, fermentation process and build up some pressure. So you can't always use the bottles of every beer. And plus, you know, bottles still don't hold uh, protect it as well from sunlight as the can does. Yeah, that's a good point. Bottles don't. I mean, even some of the really, really darker bottles, it's still glass. It's still letting light through. I mean, this one that I'm drinking right now is a fairly dark bottle. But it still is letting a lot of light through. Even my Dark Hollow that I almost drank this this morning. I'm glad I didn't waste <laughs> Dark Hollow on you guys. Um, <laughs> even Dark Hollow, there's uh, the, the, the beer bottle is incredibly dark, but still it lets light through. We might have to rename ourselves pretty soon if it gets too high, you know. Games, nerds, and wish we had alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, wish, wish we had antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah, games, nerds, and antibiotics. There we go. Because <laughs> you sick bastard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I think you know, since there are a lot of beer, canned beers out there, and there's a lot of canned everything else out there, I think it will actually be an issue. Will it be much of an issue? I mean, I guess I would have to look at the numbers of of what what we're importing. But since we pretty much import everything, we probably is going to have a major issue on uh on aluminum can sales. The aluminum and steel industry in this country is almost gone. It's almost entirely uh, foreign, which hopefully hopefully is with with a little bit of backlash. I'm almost hoping it might trigger some of that to come back to the United States to drop those prices again. Maybe we get some more manufacturing. That might actually be a nice surprise. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the only th- the big thing that tariffs like that do, that it raises up the prices. I mean, it doesn't... It makes more money for the government, of course, and I hate to get political here, and I'm trying not to, but I mean, it raises more money for the government, but who ends up paying for it? The consumers. Yeah, it's just... Uh, Unless, of course, more of the, that business comes back to the United States, in which case, and that, of course, for the for the uh, internal stuff, if they start switching to like American-made steel and aluminum, then the prices would drop back down. Yeah. I could see that. If that happens, that would be a lovely side effect because it brings more jobs, more stuff back here. 
Um, if not, though, it's just going to be getting a little bit more expensive. We might have to uh, pre-green with some hard liquor a little bit more before moving on to the beer. That's all right. All we got to do is be everybody's playing um, Sea of Thieves, and we all just drink a lot of rum. I could be a pirate. All right. Because that's exactly what I did the other night, or last night. I was playing Sea of Thieves, and my wife comes in. And she goes, hands me a glass, and I'm like, is this what I think it is? And she says, what type of pirate would you be without rum? Like, this is why I love my wife. A butt pirate? Yeah, I would be a butt pirate. <laughs> Give me that booty. Arr. All right, well, we got some questions from the from Discord on this one. Um, we actually have a question from Magnate and a question from Popsicle Thief. And unfortunately, Popsicle Thief, I'm reading your question now. I probably should have read your question before this very second, mostly because I got to think up one of the best ones. So let's start with Popsicle Thief's question. Um, crew, give us your best pickup lines. I, I, I got nothing. I've never had a pickup line. I, I've never been able to pull those cheesy pickup lines out. I was going to say, I've, I've been married so long. I don't even know if, I don't even know what the hell a pickup line is. Uh, Girl, I want to play Winnie the Pooh because I want to bury my face in your honey pot. I, the only thing I'm coming up with is like, uh, you know, like something related to Gigabyte. And it just, it's, it's so lame. Oh, the Quagmire thing. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And I can't even remember that well. These days, all I got is the dad jokes. <laughs> oh, dad jokes I got for days. And if dad jokes constitute pickup lines, then man, I'm a pro. God, what's the, what, what's the best, but come on guys, we can, we can, we can think up a good pickup line for Popsicle Thief. Can we think it up or should we just Google it because our brains are rotted? No, no, we got, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to do him a service here. We got to, right. we got to come up one. Now maybe you're remembering it from years ago and you know, when you were still beating your putt as a little knuckle dragon kid, who knows, but we got to come up with something for, for Popsicle Thief here. You must be a parking ticket. Cause you got fine written all over you. <laughs> yeah. You just you googled that quagmire. <laughs> I saw you do it. No, if we're gonna go quagmire, I'll just more be like you know. Oh, are you gonna make me breakfast? <laughs> Why are you here? Eighty-eighty. <laughs> all right, come on, come on, guys. We can we can give something for pops. I'm going to do to you what Congress is doing to the American people. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, that one, I'll give that to you. Even though I know, even though I'm watching you read it right now, I'm still gonna give. I'm still gonna give you that. that was a good one. I have a whole list of Quagmire shit. So, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. There's gotta, there's gotta be. Figure you a condom because I want to wrap you around my dick. Giggity giggity. Yeah, popsicle thief. I gotta say, we we're we're a bunch of like we're lame. We're, okay, so so yeah, we play games. We're nerds and we drink alcohol. And we've been married a long time. Right. Let's just say now, yeah. even even if you say even if you take out the part of us being married, that is not in any way, shape, or form a, a melting pot for let's go pick up chicks. Like that is the possibly the worst environment you could do to try to get a chick in there. So I'm sorry. I think we uh, I think we completely lamed out on you, popsicle thief. Yeah, sorry, sorry, popsicle. That Congress one I think is pretty good. So if you're really gonna use something. Especially you being, you know, our favorite Swede, go use that one because even if you don't get the date, they'll probably still laugh at it. All right, moving on. Next question is from Magnate. There's this one question. There's like eight questions. Jesus Christ, he wrote a paragraph. Okay, I'm just going to start at the top. If you were given the choice to be God at one type of game, first person shooter, MOBA, RTS, platformer, etc., 
but you become garbage at all other types of games. What would you choose to be God at and why? Now, I think he clarifies here. So garbage to the point where it's painful to play other games or you get the worst luck. You always lose. Essentially, no redeeming factors to playing the game, other games. Okay, so... No good weapon drops, no nothing. Basically, what he's saying is that, like, it really... There is no point in you playing any other game because it's just not going to be fun. That's how garbage you are. I think that's what he's trying to trying to emphasize here. So, Zyra Blood, let's start with you. I'm going with um, RPGs because I love RPGs. And if there were, like, you know, endless RPGs, I'd be fine with that. Okay. RPGs. That's That's not one I really... Would have thought of. I mean, usually when he says God at him, I'm more thinking of like something where there's a PvP environment in it. But you know what? RPG can really encompass a lot of games because a lot of games have RPG elements to it. So, like their first person shooters where you level up, that's an RPG. Yeah, so that's uh that's kind of a that's kind of a sneaky one there, dude. That, that's that's kind of that's kind of cheap there. All right. Well, let's let's actually let's clarify this. When you say RPG, what type of RPG are you talking about? Oh man! All right. Um, let's narrow this down here. Let, let's not make this so broad. Fantasy RPG, then. So you mean like a Final Fantasy style, or are you talking a Destiny style, or an Elder Scrolls style? Uh, probably more towards Elder Scrolls style. Okay. All right. I can I can do that. So like a first person style RPG sandbox. Okay. Yeah. What about you, D? Well, cuz I view this question kind of like a curse if this happened. Be one yeah, cuz I love such a broad range of games. My favorite are RPGs, but it's kind of like story driven. It's like after a while you get bored and it does get they have periods it gets limited. If I'm going to have to be limited, like so limited that I can only be god at one and suck at everything and just can't play anything else. I kind of want to punish everybody else, too. So I would be a god in an FPS, first-person shooter, and just troll the fuck out of society. Everybody that plays one, I'll troll the shit out of. All right. If I gotta suffer, you gotta suffer, too, type deal. That's diabolical. That's absolutely diabolical. Going after, like, one specific person during the game, or just, like, one, you know... Whichever will just piss off the community the most of the time. I gotta, You gotta change it up. You can't always do the same thing. I think that I think that's kind of the point of that one. I mean, yeah, that's 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 pretty evil. Christ, yeah. It, if I was gonna go first person shooter, I'd have to pull a Susan every game. What? Go quiet and go manhunting? Yeah, pick one person out of the pack and just troll the fuck out of that person until they hop out. If first person shooter was my choice, I would not go silent and manhunt. I love you, Susan, but I would I would be that guy who. It's the exact same thing I told my daughter the other night because the power went out here and it was, she was worried. She was scared about like there's something upstairs, like somebody hiding or a monster. And I told my daughter, I said, look, honey, said you don't have to worry about anybody breaking into this house or anybody trying to harm you. Because if they do, if they live, if they actually make it out of this house alive, they are going to be in therapy for the rest of their life. Because they're going to see a six and a half foot naked fat man with a sword yelling and screaming, (laughs) chasing after them all the way down the street. That is a psychological trauma that nobody can recover from. I was thinking more along the lines of a naked large man with a hockey mask and chainsaw. Hey, Barbie's (laughs) Mike. 
I was going to say, j- just imagine this for a second. You got a six and a half foot fat man with a friggin' sword chasing after you, screaming, so- screaming something like, I'm going to stick you until you squeal like a pig. Old man balls head dragging along behind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, sitting there, every time he runs, his heels kick the balls a little bit, and you're like, whoa, whoa, dude. Especially if that sword is about uh, six foot long also. (laughs) Doesn't matter. This thing could be a little short, friggin' Roman gladiator sword. You see this man running after you, that is an image you will never get out of your head. Oh, my God. that That's actually a good image. Uh, a naked Cecil running after you with a gladius. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just <laughs> just imagine if you were being chased by me after trying to break into my house and, like, hurt somebody, and all I am is chasing you. Like, you could have a gun in your hand, and you just, like, that would just be something going, no. Because I'd at least take a shot before I, before I went down. And if you stop long enough to pull that trigger, it means I'm going to get that sword into you. Not, not zero shots to take him down, but at least one. <laughs> at least one. At least one's going to have to take me down. And if you take, if you pause that long enough to pull that trigger, it means I'm going to give you a poke somewhere. See, that's why I want to buy a, a, a prosthetic eye if somebody breaks in the house. Oh, please tell me this. Why? Because I'm going to pop that in my ass. I'll pull down my pants when he walks in and stare at him with the stink eye. That he will never get out of his head. See, now this is why nobody will break into our houses. Simply because they will leave with such a trauma that they will never be able to continue on with life. They will probably just commit suicide. Even if they kill us, the image will never leave. All right. here My tactic is if someone ever broke in here to be sitting on the couch naked with it in the hand saying about time you came in. <laughs> Took it long enough here. I've been waiting for you. But anyway, so that reversed me right back to the first person shooter thing. I would not be that quiet guy chasing after somebody to take him down. I would be that noisy a-hole who's like running going, I'm going to stick you until you squeal like a pig. They'll be like, God, really, I can't kill you. I physically can't kill you, and you keep killing me, and all I hear is you squeal, telling people they're going to squeal like a pig. If I was going to do a first-person shooter, that's what I would do. However... What just came in the mail? Uh, SD card? The, oh. the adapter thing that I was talking about that I ordered, uh, let's see, yesterday. There you go. <laughs> Gotta love Amazon Prime. Right? Mm-hmm. So my my... My gaming or my genre, I guess, that I would uh, choose to be got at, it, it's really a tough one. But I would probably, I would probably go MOBA. Reasoning behind that, MOBA's huge right now with League of Legends and stuff. People are making a lot of money off of it. And I would take that money and I would buy up all the other games that I couldn't play so nobody could play them. Wow. So if I can't play them, Nobody can. Now, I know that seems completely illogical and eccentric, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's how billionaires roll. <laughs> exactly. So they got to make money somehow. Billionaires do eccentric shit like shoot cars with spacemen. So would it be unethical, since you were god at those games, to do tournaments? No. Why would it be unethical? It's how to make money. Somebody's got to be the best. You have a direct advantage over... Um, everybody else. It's not like I went and made a deal with the devil. Hey, dude, um, I'm going to rub one out. Uh, you want to rub one out next to me and, you know, make me a god at this game? Like, all right, but you're going to be really shitty at every other game. So I could do that. It's all good. I can make money off this, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Do it. That actually kind of sounds like a deal with the devil, actually. 
Yeah, he actually does kind of sound like a deal with the devil. Magnate, are, 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 are you in cahoots with somebody? If so, I want their number. I think we might have actually just made a deal with the devil. I, I think we may have just done that. I need to try out an FPS. Because well, I guess I gotta hop in Dark Souls and find out. I got some trolling You gotta to beat do. that game, man. You gotta beat that game. It, it's probably not gonna happen. Dude, you you made the bet. You you accepted the challenge. It means you gotta, you gotta step up to the plate. I don't want to see you sleeping at all. I want to see you playing that game. Uh, okay, so the thing that I just got is for emulated games. <laughs> what? It it's for playing emulated game. It it's not the size of oh. the card. It's the size of a game car cartridge. Yeah, still cool though. Well, yeah, that is kind of cool and handy. Granted, you probably have to mod your Vita so that you could play an emulated game. Yeah. Well, on that well, note, gentlemen, let's see where we can find people at. D, where can people find you at? You can find me at uh, my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. Uh, my YouTube channel, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the GNA podcast. Very nice. Cyberblood, where can people find you at, man? Uh, you can find me trolling around on the GNA uh, Twitter, the GNA Discord, GNA Facebook, as well as Zyber Games Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, yeah, anywhere and everywhere, Zyber Blood. Rock on. How about that of Blue Shark? Where can we find him? Oh, you can find him at, uh, what is it, the Blue Shark 45 on Twitch, because some dude already has Blue Shark 45. Uh, you can find him, I think, at Blue Shark Forty Five everywhere else on uh, Twitter. I forget what he is on Facebook. He's not Blue Shark Forty Five, but he's in the GNA podcast in the Discord feed, so you can always find him there. He's also hanging around in some of the other Discords out there for Ninja, Ninja Pancake as well as um, TPC Gaming and whatnot. And it's noon, so he's probably balls deep right now. I hope he is. I hope he is. You better be. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, uh, Mixer, Facebook, Ustream, YouTube. You can find me there. Just look up Cecil Xavier. That's me. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe on iTunes. Uh, reviews and Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. Drop us a review, and we'll probably mention you on the show. Maybe even read your review. If it's a horrible review, we're guaranteed to read it. If it's a good review, we'll probably just say, hey, thanks for the review. Um, you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen. And you can find us wherever the hell else you want. If we're not somewhere, let us know. We'll get up there, except for Spotify. They're douche rags. You can also follow us on Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast or join our Discord chat. Just see that pinned tweet. Check it out. Check us out on Facebook. We are also there. You can search at GNA Podcast. We've started playing and hosting guests on our streaming feeds at Twitch and Mixer, just uh, forward slash GNA Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube at uh, just search for GNA Podcast on YouTube. You'll find us there. We like to, we like to throw stuff there. Um, we're also We've also been doing our anime night, which is pretty much every Wednesday night. We start about 7.30. We've been watching Monster, but we're talking about changing that up. 
We may, we may not. Who knows? But join us if you like watching anime. We all get together and we just BS for a little while, watch uh, watch some anime, and um, and continue on with life. We you know sometimes MST through K. Uh, this one uh, uh, or this past anime night, the only time that I've been able to do it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun stuff. We're also partnered with Humble Bundle. Um, yes, sir. Actually, Zyber, why don't you tell us about a Humble Bundle? Um. Well, Humble Bundle, uh, we we uh, use them for our game show night, and uh, yeah, we we get codes from Humble Bundle, and if with with them being our partner, you put uh, what is it? Question mark pot uh, question mark partner equals GNA podcast all lowercase. Yep, and doing that, uh, it, it shows them, hey, you know, we're handing out codes. Um, we're getting the word out, uh, that gets us more codes and the ability to get different, better games through Humble to give to our, our friends when we do our, uh, our game show night or any other kind of giveaway that we're giving codes for. And also keep in mind, Humble Bundle is a website where you go and you can purchase, um, a pack of Steam codes, a pack of PC games, or they also have book deals. Um, and also other things like that. And when you buy something, you can actually choose how much money goes to the publisher, how much money goes to charity, and how much money goes to actual Humble Bundle. If you want to give it all to charity, you just slide that slider up for charity, and it all goes right over to charity. So it's a really, really cool thing. Um, so go check them out and support GNA by dropping, you know, just dropping that question mark, uh, partner equals GNA podcast. And that lets them know that we sent you there. So go check them out, www.humblebundle.com. Great stuff there. Uh, we are a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. And also, check out our friends. Um, Brian Langell is doing a, another podcast. What the hell is it called? 10 to Finish? 10 to something? It's for their league that they got going on. I should have looked it up before I just mentioned it, or I should have written it down. Brian, I'm so sorry. The beer is getting to me. I guess I should have not drank like this 80-ounce <laughs> beer on this show. Um, but go check them out. Brian Langell, uh, he's on three-player co-op. They also got another one going for their, another podcast going for their uh, Madden NFL league that they got going on. It's pretty cool. They have different people in the community playing each other for uh, ladder matches and whatnot. Um, I'm probably making a completely bumbled thing of it, but it's all good. Also, go check out um, the meter on We Need to Talk. Great guy. Uh, he's, on, he's in our Discord. He's actually been on the show for Game Show Night once. Um, good stuff. Check him out, too. We also want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork to come. Uh, he did a great, great job on our new logo. We love it. So go check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats i don't know send anthrax in an email we, we just we want it all just email us something because we're tired of getting these emails from uh from arabian princess yeah um if you're sending anthrax make sure it's stomp 422 or 442 rather yeah that's my favorite album yeah what he just said <laughs> and last but not least check us out on our website www.gnapodcast.com we're up and running we're going to be making updates uh we're going to be getting a store going as soon as possible as well as we're going to be getting some reviews up there both of alcohol games and whatnot so 
definitely check us out there. Keep an eye on it. We'll be making updates to it. And don't forget, also, we're doing Game Show Night. We just had one this past weekend. So join us for Game Show Night. We give away Steam codes. Actually, partnered with Humble Bundle. They're uh, kind of pseudo-sponsoring us there. Um, kind of. Weird. Not sponsored. Partnering. Whatever. Come join us for Game Show Night. It's fun. We give away codes. Well, guys, thank you for joining me tonight. Great to be here this morning. Had a great time, or today. Actually, I keep feeling it's tonight because yeah. I have a beer in my hand. It's it's really yeah. funky. Um, it's been a pleasure joining you this afternoon. Yeah. Well, I'm going to continue my day drinking. <laughs> have a great night. A great day. Maintain. All right. Cheers, brother. have a stinger what are you talking about it's a thing like there's a thing i have to have it where where who wrote that come here who wrote that so i, I want to know who wrote that